This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Gomi again. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day. You're enjoying enjoying the heat, enjoying the sun, getting out there a little bit. A little bit. Don't 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 want uh, too too much of that. Um, this week's guest, guys, is Curtis Rich. He's videographer of Barry Wrestling. He is the owner and creator of Clay Studios. He is Ontario Gumby and the host of Where Is My Mind podcast. And I just became a member of his Patreon today, and I'm just scrolling through it, and he does does little videos, podcasts, all sorts of fun stuff there, and uh, so go check him out. It was a great time chatting with uh, Curtis, and yeah, I actually met him through the Acolytes Albright as well, and we just kind of hit it off and started messaging back and forth, and yeah, and then I asked him to uh, come, come on the show, and we had a fantastic time uh, talking couple things for you go check out bats in the belfry art she is taking commissions right now and if you want that perfect artistic gift for a loved one go check them out if you need any graphic design work go check out rob day 59 he does a lot lot of cool stuff a lot of cool stuff because he's my my uh, graphics guy and i love all all of his stuff and this week's sponsor is Ofenti City. They have the perfect fucking shirt for you. Go check that site out. It is in the description. And yeah, you know, well, you know what? I'm just gonna get to the the interview this week, guys, because it is a good one. And I'll talk to you on the back half. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmi again. And on the line, I have Ontario's Gumby, Curtis Rich. He is the host of Where's Your Mind podcast and the videographer for Barry Wrestling, one of my favorite family-friendly wrestling promotions in this province right now. And I'm lucky to call this man a friend. We have, we've known each other for about six months now. We kind of met through the Acolytes of Albright chat, and we've kind of been chatting back and forth for uh, God only knows about whatever we feel like on that particular day. So, man, how's it? How's it going? Man, that is a great intro. I really, really appreciate that. My day is going great. Uh, I just waking up and drinking. I'm on like my second or third cup of coffee because I'm like a coffee addict. But uh, other than that, it's been it's been going pretty well. Uh, how about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm not working, so it is a good day. I'm recording one podcast this afternoon, recording another one this evening, and I'm having a fantastic day. I'll I'll be honest with you. I woke up really early, did the yoga, um, got my wife doing yoga, which was interesting because she's just starting out and she's trying it and she yells at me <laughs> hey, <laughs> which I, is can, fun. Uh, I can relate to that my um i i do yoga as well i do ddpy and um i'm actually just teaching my fiance how to do yoga and he does the same thing to me yeah i'm because me and her both i have multiple injuries multiple issues with my own body throughout the years because 
you know, if you treat your body like garbage for 40 years, it kind of piles up. And um, for the past 10 years, I've been trying to treat myself a little better. And she's seeing the changes in me personality wise, physically. Um, I am a lot more mellow now. Also, since cannabis has been legalized, um, I am a lot more more mellow now. I don't get upset or angry at the, my children or about situations and just just the past year, year or two, I've just been doing really, really well. And I've been putting out more content. I've been more um, I've been thinking clearer as a pothead, which sounds weird. Um, <laughs> And just everything's going really, really well. I just got full time at work, um, changed careers a couple, couple, couple years ago. So I started from scratch again, which is a fantastic thing, thing, thing I did getting out, out of the restaurant, restaurant uh, industry after 20 years. And oh, that, that industry is hell. I, oh, yeah. I was in it for 13. And I think my last job, I actually walked away from my head chef. And that was the last time I, I, I basically hung up my coat. Oh yeah. It just, um, there's only so much, um, of the 12 hour, 60 hour weeks. And I was just done. And it wasn't the place I was working for. I worked with wonderful people. And I honestly loved all my coworkers there, got along with everybody. It was one of my favorite work environments I worked in. I was just burnt out. That's it. That, that's pretty much what happened with me in kitchens as well. Um, I think what the biggest factor for me, though, um, I my last three jobs, I wasn't essentially cooking. I was more like putting a tray inside a giant $40,000 microwave. Essentially, mm-hmm. we had these big, giant um, German conventional ovens. So it just did all the work for you. So I just didn't even feel like a chef anymore. And that kind of just killed my whole passion for the industry. And uh, that's that's pretty much why I walked away from it. Yeah, it just uh, I um, when my when and I went back for uh, the holiday season, I was only going back for about six weeks um, and I was doing seven days a week again and working it. And my knee was just done. I could not. Now I'm now I'm on my feet for 40, 40 hours a week wearing steel toe shoes. I feel better now than I was wearing runners all day with like insoles and just being on my feet less. I feel better. I just, I really do. Sorry. Nobody asked me how I'm, how I'm, how I'm, how, how, how I'm doing on this show. So I love, I love hearing it. Honestly, okay. you gotta be, you gotta be positive. You gotta see, see good, do, do good things. See good things. Like, um, I, I, I love hearing people's positive energy and everyone just being up. Like, I, I, I feel it's just, it's good to, to reflect and just hear each other out. Like, you know, like, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and I am, I must say though, I'm very jealous of your, 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 your fancy micro microphone there. I got the blue Yeti still, which personally, I love this thing. Uh, the Yeti is a great, great mic for, uh, for, uh, for my usage i find it's actually very mobile <laughs> well what's and, yeah. what's crazy about this microphone is this is only a 70 dollar microphone so i actually have the box right here it's um marat's mpm 1000 but um this is only a 79.99 um 
micro like condenser XLR microphone. You yeah. just need a DAC, which you can um I I have it through a mixer. So mm -hmm. like I can control the audio levels just like hardware itself. I don't have I don't use software for that. I just it's directly in front of me. But you can get something as simple as like a 40 or 50 dollar DAC that just plugs in and just has a gain switch. Um, <laughs> but uh for me, I find um and, and there's nothing wrong with the Yeti, the Yeti mic. I had one for 13 years. I still, I still have mine, even though I re just replaced it with this one. Um, but what I find nowadays is once you go over that $50 mark, I really find it's not um, really a great option to go for USB over an XLR because you can get an XLR for relatively around the same price, even if you include the DAC and everything, you'd be paying about the same price as you would the Yeti mic. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the Yeti mic is a little bit more versatile. It's a little bit more like you can take it out on the road and everything. Like you don't mm -hmm. have to carry a giant DAC or a mixer <laughs> with you and plug it all in that way. You can just you can just plug it in and go. So I mean, yeah. um, at the same time, I can understand why people use still use the Yeti mic, and it's a great option if you're going to go for USB. So oh yeah, um, I used and, it, like I said, I used a Yeti for 13 years. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good mic. Just like um, I like. The Yeti mic because it's um, versatile and it's easy to just throw in the box, throw it in the bag, and just go. And just I can I can have my entire setup up in about two minutes. Whether I'm uh, if I'm using hooking up directly to my phone, I can have it up in about 15, 15 uh, seconds. And sometimes it just you need to be able to hit hit the uh, speed over. Oh, let me just set up my laptop and yes. oh, in hey, updates, great. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, why, why, why is it not connecting through the Wi-Fi here? Why is it? Yeah. We yeah. all know those uh yeah, those uh issues. It, it's USB <laughs> plug in and go versus me like having to plug in this and then just my things for five minutes and use these headphones. So I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I can totally uh see it. What I love about the Yeti mic is the fact that it's gone so small now. I have the old school one from like 2011. So I think it's like Ooh, the big guy. version two. So it's, <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> oh yeah. And I just see the Yeti mic now. And it's just like, holy crap. Like, like it's really, they've really improved it over the, uh, the 11 years I bought mine. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Uh, has the audio quality of them improved? Like I, I yes. can tell that yours is like sounding a lot better than mine did. Oh yeah, it it has. It's actually a condenser now. Oh, that's actually smart. Yeah. See, this is a condenser as well. So yeah. um and I got it on the Paramora. Here I'm gonna move closer and closer and closer, and it gets a little bit. And then if you move to the side, you can get a little bit different. And it's actually that's really pretty, good. It is very, very cool. I'm very happy, happy with this purchase. When the new fancy fancy one comes out in like a year, I'll probably get a second one. That's all. I'll, I'll be honest because I can just hook up here too. <laughs> I like it. To be honest, it sounds oh, yeah. a lot better than uh, mine. It's, it's, oh yeah, <laughs> from twenty. Um, and actually, uh, Ryan, when I went over to Ryan Knight's studio a couple of years ago, he got this exact same mic about a couple months before I did, and I'm I'm just looking at his mic going. 
So where'd you get that uh, exactly? And I flat out stole it. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so buying, buying, buying one. Just, uh, yeah. It's funny. I went on Ryan's uh, podcast like two months ago and he mentioned the microphone as well and talked about the Yeti mic. So like, I, it seems like everyone's on the Yeti mic and for good reason. Um, oh, yeah. I find either the Ray, either the Yeti mic or the Razor Kraken are great uh, USB choices. But um, I would go Yeti over uh, over Razor, just price. <laughs> um, it's not even the price. I just like the way the Yeti looks better because I I've, I have tried them both, and I just like the way the Yeti's setup is because uh, it comes with a very heavy base, which if somebody was to walk in and hit the table. It's not going anywhere. It's just yeah. going to stay right there, which is nice. So uh, thanks for listening to us talk about uh, nerdy, nerdy podcast or stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, man. It just, um, I, if you've ever listened to my show, you know, I don't ask the same old five questions to, to uh, people. I'm a conversationalist. I'm not a podcaster. <laughs> Those are my favorite kind of podcasts are the ones that aren't exactly like a podcast. Cause oh, yeah. you know, I, I'm the same way. I just want to have a conversation. Why, yeah. why, we, why we got to have like 21 questions all the time. Why, why can't we just be just normal people talking like, like friends or adults. Like we, we don't always have to answer, like ask questions. We can just have a conversation and that can just spill into questions later or that can just spill into a whole another rabbit hole because sometimes oh yeah like what just happened there <laughs> it could go like <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes about the same thing and that's the joy of podcasting because honestly i got my questions right there like always i always do my research i'm always prepared and i will be asking you about gumby in one second but um how did you become the videographer for barry wrestling Oh, this is okay. So this is actually a great story. So um, I went to a show at Barry Wrestling and I, it was the uh, with the help of all my friends show um, with uh, Evil Uno. Yeah, he was he was showing up. He was facing uh, Holden Albright. And um, I went there for Evil Uno seminar. And the whole reason why I went there was because I don't know if I'm ever going to be a professional wrestler or ever be able to become a professional wrestler and that's only because of my medical history with my epilepsy and like I can't really hit my head or everything so I was like I want to take this opportunity to not only meet one of the people that I idolize on TV every week but also just have an opportunity to get myself in the squared circle and now some people probably say that was this really stupid idea because this isn't this isn't school this is this is a seminar I'm, I'm stepping in with like experienced people but I felt like I needed to do that for myself and um I can tell you I was I, I was scared shitless like because like I'm locking up with Evo Uno like that's like how <laughs> like if you're not nervous, I think something's wrong with you. Um, so I fuck up my lockup twice. Like I, I, I'm, I'm obviously I'm bad. So like I, cause like I'm, I got the jitters. I'm nervous because like I, I'm locking up with Ivono. And then um, I had to take a, a like three bumps, and I took them off of uh, one of the students' like back. So like they made me sit on his back and actually take like just like a half bump, and. Um, 
I did the first one okay, but I was looking at Evil Uno because like I don't know what I'm doing. And then um, the second time I almost I, I almost didn't tuck my chin. So I almost like whipped my head back. And then the third time I didn't uh, hyperextend my arms out properly. So I actually like fucked up my shoulders on my last bump. And then I ended up having to sit out the entire seminar after that because it was either too advanced for me or I fucked up my shoulders too much. Um, so I kind of felt a little shit about that because you know i wanted i wanted to do more but i I couldn't do more so i talked to evil uno afterwards and he gave me a lot of good advice and he was like i hope i i get to see you again if i'm ever back around here again um so i bought a ticket to the show and because i i wanted to see evil uno and holden albright i'm a fan of both of them i've watched holden on the indies for years like um so i bought a ticket and i grabbed out my 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 phone and i just i i filmed the show so um i filmed i mainly i filmed the three pistols championship match and i filmed holden versus evil uno uh so after the show i got home i kind of felt uh, obviously like like shit because I'm, i i took a really bad bump so like my shoulders are feeling it like um so i edited i edit up all the uh footage and i made it kind of like my own because like that's what i like to do i i like to video con i i've always made video content and i've been an editor since i was like 13 years old so i I made i made like a tv style like presentation that it's like really bad in comparison to what i make nowadays but um it was just kind of like a fun test thing and then i i went to the berry wrestling Facebook page. And the reason why I did that was because uh, as a content creator, I believe that you should always get permission from the owner of the content if it's okay that you upload the content. Like I'm I'm just a firm believer of that. I knew oh, yeah. it, they would be okay if I did it anyway, but I just wanted to do that just because that's just... That's it's, just me. It's the right thing because even my own show, um, I had an issue with somebody who was taking my show, my RS feed, and uploading it as a learning thing, my, my talking with Tom shows, uh, like your best champions, that kind of uh, stuff, 10 champions you need to know. And they were charging people for this. Ooh. I put my content out for free for a reason. We had some issues because I own all the copyrights. I own the trademarks. And basically I told him to fuck off and they're like, well, what if we get you a cut? I'm like, I don't want to cut. I want you to stop doing what I'm doing or I will pursue legal ramifications. And they stopped. So, and removed everything. And uh, part of the deal was um, between me and them, all the money they earned from my show goes to a charity of my choosing, which it did. I'm not going to say what it was. I'm not going to say, any more about it because um, I got them to sign a it's great having a couple family members in the legal legal biz. Um, I think it's a non-disclosure a and a, a agreement because it was Good. a pretty big company who was making money off of a lot of different things and they have changed their business practice since. And Good. yeah, I've actually never mentioned that on the on the on the on the show before. But uh, <laughs> 
Well, you, you know, you should ask permission and yeah. it's, it's, it's a very simple thing to do. And oh, yeah. most people like to not do that. And I am not one of those people. So I went to mm-hmm. Barry wrestling's Facebook page and I messaged John the message. I was just like, Hey, I have this footage of evil uno versus holden albright i was asking if it was okay if i could upload it on like facebook or youtube or whatever and he got back to me about like pretty much like instantly like i didn't have to wait like long at all um it was within a few minutes and he said hey um you want to send us that footage and so i i I sent them the footage and he 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 more or less gave me the job right then and there uh, because he was really impressed. He's like, hey, so we're looking to up our production a little bit. And um, this is the kind of thing that we're looking for. Uh, so he kind of tested my ability a little bit. So uh, if you actually go on the, the Barry Wrestling's Facebook page, you'll see like a bunch of compilations. Or if you, you're a fan, you would see all these compilations that were coming out after that show. Um, like the ready for this. And then a, f- a few other uh, compilations that I made for them. I think it was like a WWE Coliseum as well uh, style video. It was like a parody, but it was with Barry wrestling. Um, but he used those as like ways to test me, um, see what I could do and bring to the table. Then a few months later, I think it was like June or July. We filmed the back to school 6.5 special and um yeah it just kind of took off from all there uh i've and i've been doing it ever since and the last show we did was the wrestlemania show which was just kind of like a compilation of a whole bunch of like the last five six years and but the last official show we did was on the christmas show and i'm super proud of that still um i think that's some of my best work i ever did but uh no, it really just kicked off from a evil Uno seminar to just randomly filming it off of my their Holden's match off of my phone and getting the job from there. So uh, it's kind of funny. And I've told Holden this. He's he's kind of res- part responsible for me getting my job at Barry Wrestling. And I tell him I always <laughs> I, I, I can't thank him enough for that. <laughs> he's he's a good, good dude. Uh, uh scary as all fuck in the ring but a good good dude um okay babe <laughs> <laughs> but that is very very cool i must say and you did better than i did on my first bump ever um i knocked myself myself right out oh i almost did on that third one. Oh, uh, dude like, <laughs> i i legit woke up in the car uh, <laughs> yeah it was uh the late 90s so um training was a little different different then so they're like okay um off out out you go out you go there you go now uh i went with a buddy of mine and he took great care of me because he was terrified because he didn't tell his parents (laughs) so he didn't tell his parents what we were doing so uh yeah that didn't work yeah he, he he was just happy when i i came around and he's like you were mumbling nonsense Hey, at least okay. you had a friend with you. I, I went by myself, so oh, I had God, no God. one to carry me out of the ring. I had to roll out. <laughs> and yep. I all I got for it was welcome to wrestling. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I learned it's not for me. I love it, but not for Justin. Yeah. 
I am still undecided on that. Um, I think maybe one day I'd like to take a stab at being like a manager for someone. And it's just because I love playing a character. Yeah, Uh, yeah. a lot of people see with me doing Gumby and everything. But um, well, uh, that's a that's a perfect segue right there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the characters on the planet. Why Gumby? Why Gumby? Because Gumby was a huge part of my childhood. So my parents actually passed down Gumby to me. So they had all the VHSs and like all these, like all the shows recorded and everything. And they would just show me. And then I had all the, like all the toys and I still have my toys and everything for Gumby. And um, I don't know. I just like everything that Gumby represents. The creator was very, very atoned to making a claymation for all ages so because i love the whole fascination of gumby where it's just like imagination is your limit so it's just like whatever gumby could think of he could just create or he could make himself come and then he could jump into different books and those were just different worlds so it was just like you could just do the possibilities with that license was just endless. And I just remember always just being so fascinated with that as a kid. And still to this day, I still watch Gumby and I'm still fascinated with just the whole, the whole, the whole, just the whole creation of that, of that character. And just, I just, I love what Cloakie says, like, and rest in peace to him like i it sucks that he's he's gone because we don't really get anything from there besides comics we don't get anything anymore for um the license and i think it's just because of that um but he says like the the greatest thing about a kid's mind or just kids in general is just their imagination and the way that they can just think of a million and one different things that us adults we can't even come up with and he wanted to recreate that in the image of clay and i just think what the whole concept of just like clay is the greatest form of imagination because you can just make anything out of it i just love that and i just so just for me i chose gumby because i just i love everything about it and just the whole creation of it and just the mystique <laughs> if you will so oh, yeah. um so but the too long didn't read version he was just an idol of mine as a kid and i just it just stuck with me <laughs> and i love your face when you talk about gumby it's pure joy it is it, like the big old the big old smile the bright eyes it just brings out happiness in in you just talking talking about it it's because I, I love I love the character and I love talking about it and telling others about it. Like I remember like uh, being in like party scenes and people asking me about the Gumby thing and like I will literally like sit right next to them or I'll sit right in front of them and I will go on for like 20 minutes about <laughs> Gumby and they'll get so fascinated and they'll look into it afterwards. So like I'm just happy to be a representative of the character if you will and bring it back into the minds of a lot of people that i'm run into so it just it brings right. me joy to do that um because is he currently on any any streaming streaming services like uh prime or tubi or netflix anything anything like um, that or, or on, no idea? i think it was either prime or crave the uh puppetoon video uh just came out so that was the more like the 
how they created Gumby and a whole bunch of other clay animations. So like that was a really interesting watch. That's from like the 90s. Um, um, no, not really. Mainly Gumby. Um, you can find it mostly on YouTube nowadays. Uh, I know Gumby Central also on their Instagram, and I love that they've been doing lately. They've just been running just episodes just randomly off of their Instagram page. So like if you go on uh, Gumby Central's Instagram page, you can actually those are the actual license holders. They can they just play random episodes whenever. So like no, uh, no one really has the license and that's kind of unfortunate. Um, you can still buy the DVDs and that's actually how I got all my DVDs. I bought them all through Amazon. Uh, so you can actually still buy the DVDs. They're still in circulation. They still produce them, but no one has them as far as a streaming service goes besides like Prime Crave uh, for the Puppet Tomb, but that's not really an actual Gumby series. Uh, that's just that making of claymation in general. <laughs> Yeah, because I thought I thought he would definitely be on like a Tubi service or one of the free the free ones, but it, it's weird. It's like they still do comics, and yeah. like Gumby's very alive in the whole comic uh, centric of things. But like, yeah, there's not really much going on as far as the uh, as the cartoon world or just streaming world in general. And I think it's a missed opportunity. They really, oh, yeah. they really, really should put it on like a Netflix or a Crave or just something that people can get a hold of because um, yeah. Uh, anytime anyone asks me if, where they can watch Gumby, I pretty much just say YouTube. YouTube's your best source for that. They're, every episode's up there. At this okay. point. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking out, out loud because it's, I've seen my Transformers come back. Thundercats, uh, uh, Thundercat News got a huge, the Thundercat movie just got a huge uh, boost and they got a director now, the same guy who did Godzilla versus Kong. And as a Thundercats movie, I think that's going to work very, very well because he is a huge fan of that property. And reading reading into it, it was uh, he wrote a, in grade 10, he wrote a 270 page script for a Thundercats movie. So he's oh. been a, he's been a fan of that series for 30, like 30 years. And, and just like Transformers comes back, He-Man's coming back. Everything's coming back now from my childhood. So I'm spending way too much money on toys. If Gumby, um, <laughs> if Gumby World's listening to this and they want to bring back Gumby and they need help, I would I I, I pledge for for helping. Oh, yeah. Like, because seriously, one of my goals, and I would love to do, and I'm gonna try to do it, even with or without their permission, and whether they take me down or not, uh, we'll we'll see. But I want to actually try to do like an Ontario Gumby live action series that's kind of like adapting the cartoon and trying to make it like live action. So like I'm in the process of getting all the costumes and creating all the costumes. So like, <laughs> like, for example, like we have to, like, we have to create characters like Prickle, like oh, yeah. because there is no costume for Prickle. So we actually have to design that ourselves. Uh, oh, wow. So there's a bit of a budget when it comes to it, but um, the goal is to one day actually create a live action version of what I do, but just taking the 50s, 60s cartoon and just adapting it to live action. And 
um, I may or may not have a few things going on with that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, just a, just a, a, as long as Michael Bay doesn't doesn't touch Gumby, it'll be all good. Oh, Michael Bay will not be anywhere near. <laughs> I will make sure of it. And if they if Gumby Central, you do that, you will hear it from me every day. <laughs> Until it's back after it's out and five years down the line after it's out. <laughs> there are certain directors for certain things. Um, <laughs> I'm just like thinking about a Michael Bay, Bay Gumby movie. <laughs> it would have lots of explosions. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, there's good things about his Transformers movie, and then there's Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, let's not go there. That's I've ranted e- enough about him. Um, oh, enough said. Hey everyone, this is Adam Hayes, host of Schwa Wars podcast. I've been involved in independent wrestling here in Ontario since 2006, and I can't think of a better way of entertaining the masses right now than with this podcast. We don't only cover pro wrestling, but we cover everything pop culture, as well as a variety of fun and unique show concepts that make us different from the rest. We dispute, debate, discuss everything with a variety of guests as we rank, review, and rave about all things pop culture from the past and the present. So if you got a spare minute, or several, why not check us out today by going to anchor.fm slash Podcast. That's anchor.fm slash Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash So don't wait and check us out today. Uh, let's see. Now, cosplay. I've been interviewing some cosplayers and trying to figure out, out that exact world. Um, and getting a cosplayer to come on a podcast is difficult in itself because every single cosplayer I have contacted big name, small name, in including yourself. They're all shy people, I've found, who kind of want to go behind a costume and act out everything. So getting a cosplayer on a podcast was a huge deal, and in, in including yourself, because cosplayers tend to be shy and kind of withdrawn and held back until they put the suit on or the costume, or the mask, or any of that stuff. I've never done cosplay ever. I'm a jeans and t-shirts guy at the Akon with... I have a ball cap, t-shirt, backpack, and jeans. How many of that guy have you seen at cons? A lot. (laughs) A lot. Mainly at Fan Expo. Oh, yeah. That's where I see that the most. But, um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's either cosplay is your thing or it's not your thing. But I mean, at the end of the day, we're all just nerds. We're all just we're all just people that want to go in and have a good time at these conventions and buy a bunch of like cool and sh- expensive shit that we don't need. <laughs> Everything behind me. Oh, God, it's, um, you know, there's some pieces you just know you spent too much on <laughs> and you absolutely love looking at it. But you're like, that's kind of rent right there. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> Looking at $2,000 worth of friggin' pop figures. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Here, I'm, I'm going to get up and show you one guy, one of the prizes of my possession. 
Ah, crap. <laughs> phone. There we go. Ah. I would have to say probably the rarest thing in this living room. There we go. I'd say probably the rarest thing in this living room right now would be uh this Lord Zed. Oh. Completely signed too. Wow. He actually signed that about a year before his death. That's that's awesome, man. Well, this little guy, little Sharktacon dude. Uh, and I gotta do that every, every single time. Falls down in the middle of the night and freaks me right out. But the guy before I was gonna get is this guy. Nice. The original Spider-Man action figure. That's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. It's wood and screws. Like oh, here, I'll just show you, show you the back real quick. Those are screws, man. And do you think these are dowels? Like so different. Yes, he's a little dusty because. I haven't dusted my display case in forever, but that's just me. Like I am a Spider-Man fiend. Love, yeah. love Spider-Man. But yeah, we have like multiple collections in this house, and it's all over. So like right next to me is a Digimon one. Behind <laughs> me, there's a Power Rangers one in the bedroom. There's a TMNT one. Right beside me is Gumby. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, oh yeah. There's there's little sections, and then right in front of me is a nightmare before Christmas <laughs> display. So it's like every little section of my house has a little bit of um, a different collection. I oh, think yeah. the most excessive though is definitely the Power Rangers. The Power Rangers yeah. we have um we have a huge love for. So we have like almost every morpher, almost every weapon. Uh, we have all the lightning collection sets. Uh, almost every single Blue Ranger. <laughs> like See? it's it's great and almost every single megazord as well i watched the first three seasons and then i just kind of grew out of it but seeing the green ranger destroy the power rangers in a five episode arc that was amazing i Honestly, don't care yeah i i got out of power rangers pretty much around the same time as well but my um my fiance has always been into it. So he's like super hardcore to the Power Rangers. And he got me to watch the new season. And the new season actually got me back into the series. And the only reason why it was because um, they, are, they went back into the Mighty Morphin continuity. <laughs> and because of that, they're, they're starting to piece everything together and kind of bring all the series together. So it actually got me back into the series because of that. So um, oh, wow. if, if you're actually feeling like you want to like dapple into power rangers but you don't want to go through the mess of continuity that is like you know, a <laughs> bunch of different seasons just watch uh just just watch dino fury which is the new season um and it will literally catch you up on everything i'm not confused and i'm 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 Power Rangers season three and back. Like I, yep. besides that, so everything else was like a mystery to me. I'm not confused. I, I'm oh. keeping up, so I'm and gonna... my kids in, will enjoy it, and they're watching different seasons and different people. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Um, because I would like I saw some kind of caveman kid, and I'm like, what the, what is going on with this? Uh, I I I got so lost, and I'm just like, I don't know. And I have other buddies who absolutely love it. But that's the cool thing about fandoms. I am a Spider-Man fan. But I know there are fans out there who know 10 times about Spider-Man that, that I do. And I'm a pretty hard, 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 hardcore guy. 
when it, it, it comes to that fandom. But I know people who can look at a person's t-shirt, tell you the artist, when it was drawn, what year it was, this, that, the other thing. And I'm just like, that's Spider-Man? Okay, that's cool. Um, because with fandoms, there's always somewhere you can go. There's more you can learn. There's more to collect. There's more to read. There's always a little bit more. You'll never, you'll never know everything. You'll always think you know something, and then you'll meet someone that knows a little bit more than you do. And that's just yep. how, how fandom works. Oh, yeah. Just like I am barely a sports guy, and I worked in a sports bar. And everyone's like, how I would get my information to, to talk to the customers, I would watch the closed caption sports desk for about 10 minutes, pick up the three highlights from yesterday. Oh, hey, bud, what did you see uh, Tavares score, score that goal in the uh, second last week? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they would talk for 20 minutes. And I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. And just those little things. Like uh, one, when the World Cup was going on, we opened at 9 a.m. or, or 8, 8 a.m. They got a special license so we could sell alcohol first thing in the morning. And these guys were hardcore watching soccer. Didn't order a damn thing. They just watched soccer. I'm like, God, you guys suck. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. go out. We got the special licenses because, and then I found out they would pop in, watch soccer, then go right to work. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Why? Yeah, Fair enough. I, I found out why. I'm like, like, no wonder they're all ordering coffee. Just like he bunch of chief skates. Oh, they're working. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Fair it's enough. just like, oh, they're all construction guys who woke up at four in the morning so they could take the two hour break, come in, watch the game, order breakfast, have coffee, then go back to work. Fair enough. Yeah. And because the the servers were like, oh, none of them's ordering drinks. And I'm like, it's 8 a.m. <laughs> Do you want those kind of people here? <laughs> oh, when they would sell, uh, uh, what is it? They had a soccer-themed uh, mimosa drink, uh, blueberry mimosa, because it's for guys. And they served it in a, like, a little, uh, what was it? A tumbler glass. So it wasn't yeah. like the, the flute. So, and the guys absolutely loved it until we told them what it actually was, was in it. And then they stopped drinking. I'm just like, this is the least manly drink ever. I'm like, but they all loved it at first. And I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I never got um, masculinity and just making drinks. If a drink just tastes good, just drink the fucking drink. Like what what's the problem with it? Like <laughs> I, well, I I never I I never got that. I mean, definitely if like your drink it looks like like a tropical tree and it has like a whole bunch of different like shit on top of it, then that's one <laughs> thing to make an argument, but if it's just in a tumbler glass and it's like mm -hmm. it, it's a margarita or something like or a sex on the beach or something just if it tastes good, just drink it. Yeah, like, like I can cares? make uh, one of my favorite drinks that I have discovered is hibiscus flavored beer. And it's pink. So it's like a pink beer. And it's it's a sour, it's a, a sour beer. So it's not your regular yet regular beer taste, but I really, really love it. But every time I uh, drink it, I'm like, I'm drinking a pink beer. This is just this is I think it's just because it's odd, not the masculinity thing in any way, shape or form, because 
I love beer. But yeah, it's, it's just because it's pink. Yeah, it's a <laughs> pink is beer. It just and weird. it is uh what's my favorite one? Um Flying Monkey. Flying Monkey is great. I yeah, love Flying Monkey. They they do a great hibiscus sour. It's delicious. I absolutely love it. And you can hear me get drunk, guys, in the archives on the craft beer episode where I've actually I when and you can hear my my co-host Tom yell at me the entire time because I'm being unprofessional. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to try that beer. <laughs> oh, and uh, it's a five five point seven percent. It's actually it has a pretty good kick too. So, yeah. I mean, I'm a lightweight when it comes to beer, and that's only because of my hernia <laughs> when I was 23. <laughs> so I can't drink much. So uh, I, I wouldn't know. need many of those. <laughs> Honestly, my drinking has taken a downturn. I'm a one or two drinks kind kind of guy now. I'm not a I'm I'm not a session drinker anymore. Yeah, same. like and just because I can't, um, it's the carbonation in session beers. Like I'm a stout guy. I like anything with nitrogen um the hibiscus like with low bubbles because um ever since i gave up dairy i hate feeling bloated now same because i felt bloated for years and i just didn't know what was wrong because i'm a stubborn prick who wouldn't listen to his wife and who wouldn't get checked out who wouldn't try new things and just kind of tough it tough tough it out and actually because of the pandemic i've actually slowed down and paid attention to life and um, like my stomach is flat now. Like I still can use a few, lose, lose a, lose a few pounds. Like nobody's ever, ever, ever ha- happy with their personal, their personal appearance. But I just feel so much better now. Like I'm sleeping better. I'm just moving better. And that's just for me giving up the dairy. Yeah. Uh, I, kind of had the similar thing when I gave up dairy I mainly gave it up because I just couldn't do it anymore and same with carbs after um after my hernia surgery so uh dairy would just m- blow me and make me feel like shit or just carbs would just could pretty much do the same thing so it's like uh when I drink beer I'm like a one or two as well because if I push over three or four um I start getting bloated and then my stomach just starts like ripping itself from the inside and it just mm-hmm. it, it's not fun for me so i really can't drink much anymore and it's mainly the carbs that have to do within beer um i have to either be drinking light beer if i want to drink obsessively or uh, i have to pace myself with normal any pretty much any kind of beer because it's just it just tears the shit out of my stomach <laughs> so um but because of the hernia, I had to make a lot of changes in my diet. Uh, so dairy does not agree with my stomach at all. So because of that, I had to switch to almond and almond milk and also going to like non-dairy cheeses. And like, I still punish myself a little bit because like, I can't, here's the thing. I can't get enough of like ice cream and like yogurts. I I can't, Mm -hmm. I just can't fucking get over that. And for me, um, non-dairy ice cream tastes like shit. And I, I can't, I can't, I can't. I found one. I found one. <laughs> Have you tried coconut milk chocolate ice ice cream? Dude, okay. it okay. is a game. It's a game changer. Uh, that sounds like a game changer. Uh- <laughs> it's, it, and it's a PC product. So I find it at No Froze. It's 
it's a little more it's about the same price as as i uh as a two liter ice, ice cream thing but you only get five five 500 mils 600 mils they always do that but it is so worth it um it uh, is I, I have to go grocery shopping after this i may it uh, is I may take a look at that <laughs> legit it is so worth it you will eat the entire thing in the first sit down i am warning you because you'd just be like oh my god this is Oh, 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 this is so good. Oh, I'm, is. Like, I'm like that with ice cream in general. Like you oh. put a bucket of ice cream in front of me. I, yep. I, I go ballistic with it. And then I feel like shit after. But, oh, yeah, you know, of course. It's, like... it's uh, and tomorrow is little Gilmy's 13th uh, birthday. So we have an ice cream cake coming in. So I made sure I have my own stuff. So I don't eat the, uh, the ice cream cake. Yeah. So because yeah. Well, I know myself um, <laughs> because I'll be like, oh, I'll, I'll take these Lacties pills and they don't fucking oh, work. They work. don't work. They don't uh, work for some people, they do. For me, no, they do not work. I have tried them and my wife's like, oh, just here, yeah, you can have a little bit and take the, take the pills. And I'm like, because she, she, when everyone else is having ice cream or ice milk or whatever, she knows. I look sad. <laughs> she just like, just take the pills, take a little bit. No, I'm good. You enjoy your stuff. I've, I've had a good 40 years eating it. I'm good now. Um, <laughs> because, and that's one thing turning 40, I'm looking back a little bit and seeing the good things, the bad things, the everything in between. And I've just re realized I have a great life. I really do. And I'm, I'm happy about that because I'm more myself now than I've, I've ever been. I'm, and ever over the pandemic, I've become a better dad, which I'm super proud of because I, before having being forced to slow down, I was a guy who was always working, always hustling, always doing this. And providing for the family but not actually being here for the family which a lot of a lot of men do which they don't realize that um like the cats in the cradle song it's a it's a real thing guys yep. it is and like my dad did it and my dad is one of the my dad is the hardest working man i have ever seen and that's how i thought everyone has to be right and that's what it what a dad does and then i saw my dad become the best grandfather to his kids to his grandkids and he slows down and he listens and he's changed his own life lifestyle to be the best grandfather he can possibly be it's just nice to nice to uh, nice to see because and over the pandemic, I have not been seeing my parents because they live in a different different uh, city, but we're doing the communicating and this and that. And, but it's not the same. So it's just nice seeing people change for the better over time. I've been super reflective the last couple months. And yeah. uh, especially if people have been listening on my podcast, they would know that I've just been super reflective and then i find the pandemics has been really making me like that and just kind of seeing and i've been kind of coming to that same conclusion of well as, as well that i'm just 
I love everything that I do. I love all every all the little things that have happened over the last year and everything that I have accomplished since this pandemic started. Um, I proved not only to myself that I could do everything that I sought myself out to do, but I proved a lot of people who said I couldn't wrong. And that that feels really good. And on top of that, just getting getting engaged and being being not only mentally, but physically healthy as well with my yoga and like I've dropped I've I, damn I've, I think I've dropped like at least a near 80 pounds since yeah. uh, starting yoga and Fuck yeah and <laughs> sorry I, man <laughs> and, and I just I keep it going and I'm I'm gaining my weight back but I'm gaining it healthy and I have so much more strength and I feel so much better I'm able to get up in the mornings and like I like even even today, like today, um, well, no, actually, technically yesterday, I gave up smoking, too. So like I gave up smoking cigarettes. So like I'm making I'm making little changes here and there. And um, I just been I'm really happy with where I am as well. And I feel like you need to be you need to be reflective sometimes because that really shows you everything that you've worked for. And it, it, it's funny um I find like a lot of things that I do like relay back to like wrestling or things that people <laughs> wrestlers say but oh yeah uh I love I I was listening before I came on here I was actually watching Xavier Woods on Chris Van Vliet and I love the one thing that he said it was speak your truth into existence and that really just stuck to me where it's just like I feel like I've done that myself where I've done a whole bunch of different shitty jobs and I wasn't happy two years ago with where I was. And I took all my, about $375, which was all the money I had to my name. And I moved about four hours away from my hometown to make, to do exactly that, make my truth into existence. So everything that I wanted to do and said that I would do, I did. And I feel like going and being reflective back on that. I'm super proud of everything that I've accomplished. And sometimes you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta be reflective if you, because oh, yeah. it really puts things into perspective and makes you go forward and shows you like, Hey, there's even though you're super happy where you are and everything's going great, don't stop pushing because you mm -hmm. can always go, you can always go that next step. And my number is also 80. So that's just kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be about three bills. I'm at about 220 now. So, and I'm, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm very happy with where, where I am because I feel better. That's it. And yeah. And it's been a long time over the years. And I'm just right now, I'm just trying to maintain where, where I am. Because also uh, at 220, yeah, I've never had this before. Like this is, to me, is different. Um, I used to be a tall, lanky guy with no muscle tone. And like, I can see it in my arms, my legs, my neck. Um, like I actually have neck muscle now. <laughs> it just I went from 238, 250 to 
154 back up to 163. So uh, I feel you on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the arm yep. muscle and mainly my upper body strength is a whole new, uh, new, whole new thing for me because those, man, those I was the kid bad. that couldn't do a fucking pull up. <laughs> oh, I, too fat. <laughs> yeah. See, I still can't do that, but um, <laughs> those slow burn push ups, I hate them. I hate oh. them, but I do them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slow burn push-ups and uh, I am planking. cursing every single slow burn push-up. I'm like, I fucking hate you. Wait, <laughs> do this shit. Yeah. So, so I I do curse at uh, DDP for that. But thank you for the program. I appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> hey, but at least his high energy and really ridiculous personality can mm-hmm. make you laugh while you're swearing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And now. Uh, let's get to the Gomi Talks 10 kind of a wrap here, wrap here this guy up because uh, I didn't ask you a single question so I guess we, I, I got to get you back on sometime now <laughs> oh, anytime honestly I've enjoyed the conversation always oh, yeah. enjoy conversation so I mean um, I, I've been on I've been on This Is Brandon and I've been on Nights of the Squared Circle uh, a couple months ago. And I also enjoyed my times on those as well. And I think Holden didn't even get through half of his questions either. So, I mean, like I find if you go on a podcast or you go on anyone's show and you're able to just spring conversation off of just one little thing for 40 minutes, then that that's just the greatest thing. Like, honestly, like, so. oh, yeah, <laughs> because that's how good podcasts work it's really really cool really really fun and yeah that's it it just uh the podcasts i like to listen to are just the fly on the wall conversation type but that's that's it really really. unless it's uh joe rogan i'm not a not a fan of that guy's voice never been i'm not a fan either i have a whole bunch of friends who were fans of joe rogan especially growing up and i just he never yeah. did anything for me. Just never yeah. did it for me. No, it just and people who love him, you guys, you guys love him. Keep loving him. It's just not not my particular thing. That's why there's a whole bunch of different podcasts. It's uh, yep. different tastes for different people. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, and by the way, if you are a podcaster and you want some podcasting merch, uh, look up Shirtcasters on Launch Launch Cart. I'm dropping it here for the first time. Don't know when this is going to go up, but uh, that that goes live June first, and a lot of a lot of very cool designs. And you're going to be finding some local podcasting gear, and also some UK podcasting gear. And if the Brazil guy gets back to me with his frigging logo, <laughs> calling you out, but calling you out. Um, but let's get back to the Gilmy Talks ten first. And these are just 10 either or questions sent in by you, the listeners that I just throw at uh, my guests because it's fun seeing them. I love seeing the reactions to some, some of these like couch or recliner. Oh, definitely couch. I love to spread out and uh, just relax. So, I mean, I can't do that on a recliner unless I lean back and, you know, sometimes I just don't want to lean back. So definitely couch. Well, I like them both. I miss my lazy boy. It it literally disintegrated. It was not, not a good piece of furniture anymore. Um, contacts or glasses? Uh, mm, depending on where you get contacts, I've had some good contacts in the past, but um, normally I'll go with my glasses. I'm not wearing my glasses right now. It's because my glasses actually just broke, unfortunately. So, um, but um 
I normally go with glasses over contacts, but I do know I've ran across a few good contact uh, brands that didn't irritate the shit out of my eyes. So, um, <laughs> just that, yeah. so that, that question's very, varies. If you get a good contact brand, then sure contacts, but, uh, more times than not glasses. <laughs> oh yeah. Where me, my vision is so bad. I have to wear hard contacts if I wear contacts. Uh, for me, it's just far vision. So if I'm driving, right. I have to wear my glasses and uh, I can't see very great on my left eye. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's, I just, it's my left eye. I just don't like the idea of putting shards of glass into my eyes. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I just don't don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I know nothing's going to happen. I know they're safe. It just freaks me right out. Um Oh, the next one shower or bath bath again i i I, at the end of the day i actually really like to relax and nothing relaxes me more than a nice hot bath so i I definitely go bath over shower but um if i have to choose i mean i like both because you know sometimes i want to shower or sometimes i want a bath but um definitely i always like having a bathtub so that i have options (laughs) oh yeah and baths are so relaxing oh they are I've been getting really into bath bombs and just like all those like super like like Epsom salts and everything. And I do, uh, I do the the Epsom salts. I don't do the bath bombs because I don't like chloro scents. So oh, what, what's great is I I found a uh, local like vegan uh, bath bomb creator and she actually puts all her ingredients on top like on her. Uh, Cause she was like the same thing. She liked bath bombs, but she didn't like all the bad shit that was in mm-hmm. bath bombs. And she liked to actually know what was in her bath bomb. So like the whole thing is, is she, she uh, actually, when she makes them, she puts all the ingredients for her customers right on, right on the bath bomb. So, you know, exactly what you're getting before That's you awesome. buy it. It's really awesome. And she's like only like five bucks. If if you could please send me the link once we're done, I would love that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Slippers or barefoot? Barefoot. I like to be free. (laughs) Poker or chess? Ooh, poker. Poker. Poker is fun, especially if you can get a bunch of buddies and a a couple of drinks, maybe maybe a couple of joints or cigars. Like poker is always a good time. Oh yeah, burger. Or hot dog, burger. I can't stand hot dogs, and it's either the <laughs> texture or it, it's the texture and the flavor and just the smell of them. I, again, I like to know what's in my meat, and I don't know half the time what's in a goddamn hot dog unless it's like specifically a chicken hot dog or a turkey. And even then, I question it. So for me, it's the texture and the flavor of hot dogs uh, just make me want to barf. So no burgers uh. easily. <laughs> pants or shorts uh pants i've always been um for some reason even when i was in high school i was like the kid that was like it was like 45 degree weather and i was in jeans and everyone else was in like fucking short shorts or just like really like just swimming gear and i'm just the kid that's like yeah i'm in a, I'm, I'm just in a t-shirt and these like fucking black jeans and like i'm not dying at all and everyone's like fucking sweating their asses off around me so I don't know. I'm weird. I, I, I pants. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, roses or daisies? Ooh, daisies. I. You know what? I would say roses, and only because I'm a romance guy. So uh, <laughs> I, 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 
you, you could do a lot of things with roses. Oh yeah. So Absolutely. with saying that, daisies, you can make um, you can make like a good jelly or a good wine with those. And I can actually show you how to do that. I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been experimenting a lot with dandelions and daisies and making different things with them. Oh, dandelion wine is so good. Dandelion jelly too. If you've never had dandelion jelly, it almost like a, it's almost like a marmalade, but like Ooh. it's honey. It's hmm. like really nice. Uh, I just did that recently. Um, I can probably hook you up with a bottle or two because <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about actually starting to do that then selling them. So, hey, man. If it happens, it happens. I know what. Well, I know what. I like. I really like the wine, so I would definitely. Oh, then you would love. You'd love the jelly because it's almost like the wine. <laughs> Judas Priest or Iron Maiden? Ooh, fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd have to say Judas Priest, and it's only because of my father. My father had every single album from Judas Priest, and not only on vinyl but he also had them on like uh cassette and a track so uh (laughs) i'd have to say judas priest and it's only because of my father and also rob halford's just awesome he is yes and last but not least and all listeners of the show know what number 10 is toilet paper over or under over or under (laughs) over (laughs) There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Curtis. Or do I do I call you uh, Gumby? I'm, you can I'm, call I'm, me Curtis. You can call me Gumby. Honestly, uh, <laughs> it's whatever you prefer. I I'm used to both. So. And man, once again, thank you very much. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for uh, coming on, man. I will be getting you back on at some point because there are topics I we didn't even touch on here. So. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, I I had an absolute blast. Thank you for having me on, and I look forward to coming on again. And last but not least, if people want to find you in the land of social media, where can they find you? So pretty much all my social medias, except for my Patreon, uh, is all Ontario Gumby. Um, my Patreon is uh is just my name, Curtis Rich. Uh, so um, if you want to find me on Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, uh, Twitch, uh, TikTok, YouTube. It's all Ontario Gumby. I'm pretty much everywhere, uh, except for OnlyFans. <laughs> That's pretty much the only place you won't find me. At. And I mean, I, it's not like I haven't gotten a request for that or not, but uh, I don't think you'll ever be finding the... Um, the Ontario Gumby OnlyFans. I don't think that's going to be a thing anytime soon. <laughs> And on on that note, <laughs> once again, thanks for uh, for coming on, buddy. Thank you very much, Ben. So, a couple of things, guys. I just want to say a big thank you to Curtis Rich for coming on the show. I love chatting chatting with the guy. It was really really fun, and I just in, enjoyed it. Got uh, got some new interviews banked. Just want to say to all the guys who are reaching out and in, are enjoying the live Podbean content or listening to it afterwards, it's pretty cool. I think I'm going to start doing that uh, a couple times a week, probably around 2 to 2.15-ish, because I'm back on afternoons at your work. So I'll do it on the way in, maybe on the way home if I'm not too, too tired. 
Eh, maybe not on the way home the first week. I'll probably be exhausted every single day. I am enjoying this. Coming up on 200 ep episodes very, very soon. Probably sooner than uh, later. And that ter ter terrifies me. And if you guys have not checked out my boys, George Mackay from Straight Talk Wrestling, he just hit the number 200 himself. Congratulations, George. Go check out his uh, his show, guys. I got the link in the uh, the dis description there. New sponsor this week is Shirtcasters. We mentioned him on the show, and that was very cool because Shirtcasters, clothes for the podcaster in you. And it's a funny, funny little little store that does shirts for pod podcasters. So, and it is also a spot where you can pick up fellow podcasting gear. Uh, there's already uh, Alliance Pro Wrestling Network on there. Yomi Talks is going to be on there at some point. When? I have no idea. But it will be up there at some point. Just with the new job uh, and everything going on right now. And the life-changing hours and switching things around. and It's a little compli complicated, but as you know, I always get, I always get, get her done. And just want to say thank you very much for Curtis for coming on the show. It I had a blast talking talking to him. Go check out all of his stuff because it's just fun. I really in yeah just go go check out out his stuff. Continue listening. Anyone who wants to pop in on 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 the live live episodes when I got them up, just download the Podbean app and you can join in uh, join in right there. Or you can even call in. Just. DM me and I'll, I'll, I'll give you the cell. <laughs> so guys, have a wonderful day. And the call to action, promote someone's content or creativity that you love. Go do that because that is, it shows the people, even if you're not buying it, a share on social media, helping somebody out, doing this, doing that, just talking about uh, somebody's amazing creative stuff they've done helps them out and it warms their heart and it's free right so just go check them out um yeah just go pick any content creator i would love it if you're where well, you're doing my stuff but you know what i know there's so many content creators out out there who i love all their stuff and that's it talk to you in a few days got got another interview dropping next Tuesday so I will talk talk to 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 you then bye guys